So welcome everyone. This is Dietrich Corsi with Get Fit Methods. Uh, our slogan is less is more to get fit fast. Today I have uh, my friend for a long time, been knowing her for quite a while, and she is a holistic health coach. Welcome everyone, Nancy Zitlin. Thank you, Dietrich. I so appreciate you inviting me in on this conversation. We are going, I will tell you a little bit about myself and that is I started in this 10 years ago and a friend of mine was going through this certification and she invited me in to coach me for six months. And um, I found out a lot about myself that I hadn't known for all the years I believed I was working on myself um, and really being in a healthy place. I was not. And until we began to unfold my story, did we really find out that I had had some underlying gut issues and I was eating foods that were not working for me. And I got really excited about it and decided to go get this certification. And so I've been doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and I do some women's groups and speaking engagements. And today, um, you gave me a little assignment of talking about self-care, mm -hmm. yeah. which is a is a big buzzword here. Right, right. So, so let's, let's start from there then. So based on the self-care, why do you think that's such a big thing for women, you know, in that 40 plus range? Why do you, why do you think there's such a, a necessary uh, buzzword and, you know, things that people think is very important at this particular time in their life? Why do you think that is? Well, first of all, I really believe that we are all so much more aware today. Even the studio that you have in particular, this boutique studio to to have one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions to really hone in. We didn't have those kind of places years ago, and there wasn't a space for that. Physical activity is just one place, I believe, that we get our self-care but self-care comes in all shapes and sizes. And I believe for women today who have been basically suffering in silence and it, it can't be sustainable for the rest of our lives. There are women who are full-time working moms who come home who have children and they are 24-7 and you can't keep that up. So eventually, you know, we hit the wall. Um, sure. So I really think that there's so many places to get help today. And when I say help, I mean, self-care can be connecting with our girlfriends and making sure we get a coffee in or a glass of wine or to meet with friends outside of the house to carve that time out for ourselves. Um, so I think that's why it's the buzzword. And I'm really grateful it's a buzzword because it wasn't when my mother was raising me at all. Right. This the social, I, I find the social part of it is very important too, when it comes to self-care. Uh, besides thinking of yourself, that's kind of taking yourself too. just be, you know, friends or, you know, someone that you care about, cares about you. That's kind of self-care too. It's not just about, you know, I'm going to the spa or maybe I'm going to the spa with a friend or something like that, or I'm going to play some kind of sport with a friend, but it's just that time that you have for yourself, maybe with someone else or even by yourself, right? Very much so. One of 
my earliest client said until she started working with me, she really believed having a manicure was self-care. Well, it's so, so much bigger than that. And even sitting down in on your couch and, and and reading a book and spending a half hour of quiet time for yourself. Like that hasn't, there have been so many hundreds of years of women not doing that. And I really do believe the exhaustion that happens with women because they are multitasking all day long, just, you know, as I said, it's not sustainable. It will affect the relationships in our lives. Sure, sure. You know, and then uh, so the other topic was or question was, you know, about um, when it comes to the guilt around, you know, spending money on yourself. Right. And we all kind of have that opposed to, you know, this investment in myself. What are your thoughts on that um, when it comes to those kind of things? I don't really know where that came from either. Right. <laughs> OK. Fair and, enough. and that really honestly, that is such an age-old problem. And right. I don't, you know, when women are making sure that everybody else is taken care of mm -hmm. and they're doing, and, you know, when somebody gets sick, they're cooking the meal and they're bringing it over to their friend's house or their family. Um, and they're holding everybody else up. And I just, there has to be like a, a, a stop point of, why not me first? Sure, sure, absolutely. And I also believe that women notoriously have not been great at asking for what they need. Right. Fair so enough. if they say to their partners, I I need a night off here. I need to go. But they're without guilt. Right. 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 Without because it's it's so important to be able to step away and to be able to fill yourself up again sure. so you can come back and do it again tomorrow. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, go ahead. Yeah. I was go gonna ahead. just say, you know, the the old saying of you need to put the oxygen mask off on first. <laughs> right. And then take care of everybody else. I really didn't understand that until I started coaching 10 years ago. I was like, what do you mean? Of course, I'm going to put this on my child first. And they're like, no, no, because you first and then you can take care of everybody else. So imagine right. if day in and day out, you are just giving, giving, giving and not taking that time. It's it, it will break you. Sure. Absolutely. And, you know, like uh, a lot of people don't know. So the reason why I started this channel or even started this Fit Methods was due to my my mother who passed away from leukemia a couple of years ago. Mm. So I remember having a conversation with her. And trust me, she was an angel, right? I mean, she took care of everybody for mm -hmm. sure uh, to 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 the umpteenth degree. Like even as an older man, she would still try to send me money, right? <laughs> Probably didn't have the money. I'm sure she didn't. But it was yeah. just that that obligation to you know just give more of herself and i remember having that conversation where prior to her passing away i'm like you know if you could have changed anything about this situation or would you go anywhere done anything differently and her answer was you know well that was the hand i was dealt so this is what i do or what's what i'm going to do i didn't particularly like that answer because i'm thinking okay i think that you know you should have some kind of reward 
you go to the hand you're dealt to do something more for yourself. That's that's what I feel about it. So that's why I started this whole thing. So and I noticed mm. from all the clients that I've trained, all the women I've trained, the the theme is almost the same. It's like you know, I give to my husband, I give to my my family, all kind of stuff, and you know I come second. But then along with that comes like this whole guilt of you know doing for themselves, this whole guilt of giving more and, and less for myself. Whatever I got, whatever's left, that's me, right? And I think resentment sometimes comes along with that as well because you're not fulfilling your purpose of taking care of yourself. It's a trickle-down effect. Something's right. going to give. And with all of that you just said, and resentment begins to build, there becomes such tension in the home and all the things that you used to love that filled you up now piss you off right. now. <laughs> right. Right. That, that now like cooking that beautiful meal for your family and doing all the things that you do around the house to keep everybody afloat starts to chip away at you. So right. it is a trickle down effect. And I have always said this with my clients, that if you are not caring for yourself first, I promise you that everybody else in the family is going to feel it. Right. And generally, it's your partner first. Yep. Or your significant other, whoever he, he or she is. And I think, so when you talk about guilt connected to that, it just makes no sense that you're going to feel guilty for making sure you're cared for. And, and, and honestly, if you don't, like everything begins to tumble down. Right. For sure. Now I, 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 when I kind of ordered all my questions, but uh, you have it there. Besides, what was the next one that was going to, that was supposed to ask um, Cause I totally forgot which one it was. Well, you asked about what are some of the early signs of fatigue yes. or burnout. Yes, right. Well, I generally, I would say, watch your sleep patterns. Mm, sleep, yes. Are you up stressing all night and thinking about all the things? Is your energy shifting during the day? Are you exhausted? Burnout happens very slowly. And mm -hmm. one day you can't move and that day could end you up, end up in the hospital. You could end up at the doctor's office. You could, you know, now have high blood pressure. Stress is, you know, wrecking your gut. Like there are so many things if you pay attention. And sure. I always say, listen to your gut. Because your gut has all the answers. Uh huh. Very true. But it's really making sure you trust your gut and right. listen in because those signs are our bodies know first. They are, right. it will, it's like an alarm going off. You know, when people come to you and they've got pain all over their body and then they start to work with you and the pain starts to dissipate it's because you're putting attention on their mm -hmm. body again mm -hmm. right yeah so and that's the work that i do is you know why should we live with you know stomach issues all our life one of my issues 
I lived with for 35 years without knowing I had a gluten intolerance. My gut was messed up for so long and I just didn't pay attention to it enough that I finally worked with a health coach because doctors would give me a pill or they would tell sure. me to drink some powdered drink or right. whatever. But the fact is, it, a lot of it had to do with stress. Sure, sure. Yeah, so, you know, so so another thing with stress too, and, and um, I'm not sure what yours kind of related to this, but one thing I noticed that with stress, and this is one of my cases that I was eating, I eat very fast mm. uh, because, you know, like, I feel like I'm always in a rush, right? And, it, and it's been that way for many years because I've always worked many jobs that were, you know, like we work for anything where like a job was like nine to five, you got a certain lunch break or time lunch break. And that's not long. By the time you get to the break, it's almost time to come back. So now you're shoving food down your throat, right? That way you get a chance to eat and then you go back to work. So that time frame forces you to kind of get in that mindset of I'm always in a rush to eat, right? So I've been doing it for a long time. Now, as I got older, starting to notice these kind of things come up with this kind of belching and all this kind of stuff where I got to figure out or be more mindful that I got to eat slower, right? It's And to be able to give yourself that time. I know people who don't stop for lunch. These are people who work out of their houses. They are all in at their computer all day long and they get to four o'clock and they're like, oh my God, I haven't eaten. Right. I forgot to eat. Of course, I could never do that. I wouldn't forget to eat. But, um, and many of us have bodies that would say, oh, it's time. Right. You've, mm -hmm. you've got to stop. But I have clients who are literally putting on their calendar a lunch break. Mm -hmm. Because if it's not in your calendar, it's probably not going to happen. Sure. It, and because that is just another one of those places that's nourishing your body. You can't go on fumes all day. You cannot drive on an empty tank. You right. cannot do your best work when you are depleted. You could easily be dehydrated, which is another really big topic we could get sure. on to. But I am such a believer in water. And I believe that there are so many people walking around who are so close to dehydration. And that's an energy suck that, sure. you know, that absolutely. will absolutely deplete you. Yeah. So Nancy, you've been doing this for quite a while. Um, from all your experience in this, in this neighborhood of, you know, self-care and health and all that kind of stuff and wellness, what would be a thing you would recommend that would help one thing you recommend that would probably help the listeners out there who are, you know, that middle-aged group of how to take care of themselves better. Well, and, you know, one your question was, you know, what small thing sure. would you, right. so I, my answer to that always is you have to start slow baby steps. When I'm working with somebody I am not throwing them into a whole new way of living or a whole new way of eating, um, working out. If I said to a client, okay, five days a week, you're at uh, Dietrich's gym for, right. you know, an hour <laughs> every day, they, they'd fire me right then and there. Sure. They would. I hate, you know, they'd say, first they'd say, I hate exercise. And I would be like, well, okay, but 
you got to do it five days a week or else you're not going to get the results. Well, right. that's like you giving somebody, you know, 500 pound weights to put on the day they get there. Sure, sure. Absolutely. So I, I think it's just really important to take a little time for yourself. And if I said, start with 15 minutes of journaling every day, mm-hmm. because... You know, and I know people have heard about journaling and meditating and all of those things. The reason I believe in in journaling so much is so much of the stress that we have lives in our head, right? right? And right. that laundry list of what to do and what I need to do and what I need to accomplish. And it, I, I know that when I'm feeling wound up and I wake up in the middle of the night, I mean, I am telling you, I'm... I might as well get up and do those things because that energy is just running through me. Gotcha. So when you sit down to a journal and you are allowed to just freely write, no one is going to see this. I would suggest that when you sit down with your coffee or your tea in a quiet space, that you allow yourself to just dump. And it really does alleviate some of that anxiety and that those stressors that you just carry around in your body. And there's so many people who don't work out. And I think working out not only is physically good, but mentally it is mm-hmm. one of the best things we can do to get that energy out. Sure. Yeah. And I, when I get wound up, I'm a big walker, but I, I make sure I get out there. I breathe fresh air. So I'm, I don't have the answer because everybody needs to do what works for them. But I would say everybody has a pad of paper and a pen. Let's start there. Gotcha. Nice. I think there's one more question that I. You did. Listening in to your body and taking care of yourself now before something tragic happens. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the signs are usually there anyway. And sometimes, like you said, like almost like stress, they say, you know, uh, high blood pressure is almost like uh, the solid killer. Well, stress is related to that as well. They're, they're kind of just they're like this, uh, cousins or close cousins, right? And those small signs do kind of get your, in your gut or in your chest or uh, breathing or not sleeping well. Those are all signs that it's time to take care of yourself a little bit better. The hydration is key as well as you mentioned and the journaling thing i'm not big on journaling but i i have journaled before but i'm not big on that but i can see how that that mind dumping process definitely is kind of release of anything got going inside that that brain of yours is constantly thinking you know i don't have any thoughts today but a lot so just get rid of those thoughts and that mindful eating like you said you're a fast eater many of my clients are and if you sit down and you just acknowledge the food in front of you and you just take a breath, you know, right. just take a breath and really acknowledge what is in front of you, what you might have cooked or what somebody cooked for you and really taste what you are eating. You know, when people, you know, are on the run from appointment to appointment and they're eating a sandwich or eating something in the car and they get there, A, they don't even remember that how they drove there. Right. mindless and, and uh, what they ate. And, and because of that, 
we tend to eat more because we've eaten so fast. You haven't given yourself time to even metabolize it. So you never, you don't get that like filled up feeling. So what ends up happening is you overeat. I'm not saying you, but you overeat because you just need to get to that space of, okay, now I've had enough. But you might have eaten twice as much as you needed to if you could slow it down a little. Some people call that intermittent fasting. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Just not eat at all, right? (laughs) Or fasting all together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I think that this is, it's such a good topic. I'm so about this. And this is so the work that I do with my clients. And I want women to get to a space in their lives where they know they don't have a choice but to to make sure that they get this time for themselves. You know, they, you know, I always say, if you heard a friend of yours talking about her stress level and all of this, would you not want to coach her on like, oh my God, you got to slow down? Right, right, right. Absolutely. Of course, for everybody else. Uh-huh. For everybody <laughs> not, else, right. But, but not, not me. for yourself. Right. right. Absolutely. So I know you have something you want to offer the listeners. You can go ahead and just kind of give them the information. How can yes. they basically get access to you? So <laughs> what you do? they can find me at nancyzitlin.com. And you can, everybody who's listening can go and find a time for a complimentary session. I'm open to conversation. Let's begin a conversation and let's see where it goes. And uh, I'm on Instagram, NZ Holistic Nutrition and LinkedIn. I'm, I'm here to help. I feel so passionate about the work that I do. I just know, especially the world that we've been living in with COVID for so many years and so many people losing their lives that there's nothing more important than our health right now. And we are in charge of that. Nobody else can do that for us. No doubt. But Nancy, thank you for that. So, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a one thing that one of my coaches would, uh, he would have, have us do this kind of mantra. I, I use it from time to time. It goes, my health is my greatest wealth. My body knows how to heal itself. Oh. <laughs> so I'll That's leave you beautiful. guys with that. <laughs> and thank you, Nancy. So this is Dietrich Porsey with Get Fit Methods. Less is more to get fit fast. We will have this posted up on all of our social media uh, and you can find Nancy as well. We do this. We're going to start doing it every every second Sunday. So we'll release it every second Sunday. So, yeah, so stay tuned. I thank you again, Nancy, for being part of our podcast. Thank God you. Bless. Yes. We'll talk soon. Thank Absolutely. you for listening. <laughs> this right. was wonderful. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.